This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What TV show got you through childhood? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello there. What TV show got you through childhood? We'd like to hear from you. 651-641-1071. You know, honestly, I thought about it because I was thinking about the daytime Emmys, which just occurred. Yeah. And uh, I was hearing about, you know, soap operas that have... That are still surviving in a time where soap operas aren't surviving. Uh, And it occurred to me that there was one show that carried me from my middle school years all the way through college. Oh, okay. And it was Days of Our Lives. And these are the days of our lives. And I thought, what what a weird experience. Like, how do I even explain that to my kids who don't? really have an understanding of what a soap opera is, let alone a soap opera that occurs daily for a decade or yeah, more. for sure. Um, but that was such a central part of my childhood. Uh, 651-641-1071. What was the TV show that got you through childhood or that carried you through many, many years? Uh, and I just got nostalgic for it. What got you uh, through with the the days of our lives? I think honestly, it was just the fact that it was on daily. It was so completely out of touch with any type of reality that I was experiencing or that anybody was experiencing. I'm talking about like possessions. I'm talking about um, you know people. Uh, well, a lot of possessions. There was a lot of possessed by the devil yeah um a lot of you know people going missing and coming back looking like other people a lot of amnesia yeah like just nothing that resembled an actual real life um and being able to escape to that every single day no matter what was going on in my life and the fact that we i recorded it every day yeah and i would watch it when i came home from school Mm -hmm. you would keep up with it all the way through the summer in college they played it in our like lounge area at lunchtime and everybody came out to watch it. It was a room full of 50 people watching days of our lives every single day. Uh, 651-641-1071. What was the TV show that got you through childhood or carried you through your childhood? Kate is on the line. Let's go to Kate. Hi, Kate. Hi. Did you have a TV show that, that kind of brought you through your childhood? Yeah. Uh, the Brady Bunch. Oh, sure. <laughs> Can relate. What was it about the Brady Bunch that you loved so much? I I don't know. Just the family and the quirkiness of them. And, you know, it was on every day at 5 o'clock. Mm. And it was just kind of fun. Yeah. And every problem could be solved in 30 minutes. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Thank you, Kate. 651-641-1071. What TV show got you through your childhood? Bradley, do you have any... Uh, 
that occur to you? I know. I, I just had to ask because it, the yeah, show. Yeah, because that's the question. I, yeah. know, I, know, I know. No, it's it like the, the funny thing is it's like pick like, you know, picking your favorite child mm-hmm. because or in this case, picking your favorite parent, because I just feel like part of me was raised by television. Mm-hmm. I was raised by wolves and mm-hmm. the wolves were primetime sitcoms. No, um. Again, so it'd be hard to pick. If I had to pick a sitcom, I would pick Facts of Life mm-hmm. or like uh, Different Strokes or something. I think probably more Facts of Life. Mm-hmm. But uh, and then if I had to pick like a show show that just has stuck with me like ever since, it's Doctor Who because it's been on like since right. before I was born and it's still going strong. So that show has certainly like stood the test of time. Did you start watching that when you were young, young? Not super young. I was a teenager. I was in high school when Mm -hmm. I started. Or No, actually, I was probably in middle school when I started watching Mm -hmm. it. But, you know. Um, And, uh, yeah. I mean, I could go on for days about all the TV shows that have impacted my life in some way. But in terms of, like, you know, the the formative years, I would say Facts of Life. Because I sort of followed it through that trajectory. Right. Right? Yeah, because it went through... It started when I was, like, probably... A year or two old because yeah. what was it 1978 Eight, I think I don't know why I Facts think it happened life. after I was born with Molly Ringwald on her uh well no it was 2D was on skates okay yeah 79 79 so yeah so I would have been you know I mean I I have my first TV memories like from 1980 mm-hmm. forward and that show then went on to what nine seasons so that's 1988 yeah and that's when I was just starting high school so that to me you know, and then there were reruns. Right. Right. So that show's been with me. Forever. Yeah. Of course, now it's not. And it's not a show that you can readily find. Which is super frustrating. Which is really weird. It is really weird. Let's go to Patty. We've got Patty on the line. Hi, Patty. What was the TV show that got you through childhood? Leave it to Beaver. Oh, yes. Yes. What was it about that show that was uh, that, that sort of, you know, sticks with you? I really liked this show because it was Wally and his younger brother, Beaver, and Mm -hmm. Wally was so helpful for Beaver. And I didn't have that relationship with my older sister, Mm -hmm. so it was fun for me to watch how they, well, Wally kind of, you know, Beaver bugged him a little bit, but they really had a nice relationship, and it was just a nice, calm show to watch so that really got me through my childhood i love it thank you patty for your call thanks patty yeah i remember watching that show in reruns when i was little and then i think it was in the in the 80s probably like early to mid 80s they did a tv special called still the beaver that starred an adult jerry mathers and we had that on vhs because we taped it when it was on television yeah and i wore that damn tape out watching that one-off TV special. Yeah, you know, it's so interesting that, like, we, again, we we talk about this all the time, but it's, like, your kids are not going to have the experience of, like, being attacked. I mean, they can, right? Like, I think there are kids who love Friends, for example. Oh, or, yeah. Like, the Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's like, a different, I don't know, I feel like it's a different appreciate, appreciation, mm-hmm. appreciation in the way that, like, we were still able to appreciate the Leave it to Beaver and I Love Lucy and then so that when those shows came back, we could, you know, appreciate them like the all the Brady Bunch. Right. Sort of continuations mm-hmm. that, you know, were around when we were kids in a way that I'm not sure 
is the same for your kids. No, and they really, the way that they think about TV is so different. Like, they don't, um, I want to say view, that's, that is the right word, but it's not the way that I'm saying it, like not watching TV, but the the way they view what a TV show is. They are able to, they binge everything. Yeah. They don't understand um, that you, you, there's not a slow burn. And so they'll watch it in the little chunk that they get. So if they're going to watch Friends, they're going to binge Friends. And then they're done with Friends. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that happened. And then they're going to go on to something else. Right. They don't have the experience of a weekly or daily showing of something. Yeah. And then liking it so much that when it is on again in a rerun, you sit down and watch it. And and that's a gift that they have, right? Because like we only liked a lot of those shows or started to like them because that's all we had right. access to. Right. Because it was reruns, right? So we were sort of, you know, like... Uh, Stockholm syndrome mm-hmm. with, with some of them because like you know like leave it to beaver I did not ever really enjoy that show like it didn't connect to me in yeah. the way that like I love Lucy yeah. did right 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 but again we had limited options right Holly did you have a show that got you through your childhood I give it a whole network I think MTV oh yeah was very valuable in getting me through the doldrums of <sighs> early adolescence in as much as it showed that there is a bigger creative world out there than the one that you're experiencing in your immediate life. Mm-hmm. So just hang on. Yeah. The folks are out there yeah. with nice music and fashion <laughs> and fun things. Holly, thank you for that. Thank you. Yes. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you guys, I have to expose you to the most ridiculous article that uh, showed up in my feed that I hope you'll have some opinions about. Um, and it has to do with Kim Kardashian oh, great. and Farrah Abraham. Oh, even better. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. Okay, now I've seen it all on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. I saw this headline in uh, the U.S. Sun. And listen, I know, consider the source. But. I couldn't not read it because I was offended by it. Oh. Even I. Oh. Even I. Yeah, you never get offended. Found this offensive. Um, and the headline is crossover, and that's crossover with the K. Kardashian fans think Kim is morphing into a famous teen mom star after they notice, quote, uncanny similarities in pics. Essentially, the article is saying that Kim Kardashian is turning into Farrah Abraham. Uh, Kim Kardashian is turning into Farrah. I thought it was the other way around. Thank you. And that's what that was my immediate response was, I think they've got this backwards. But okay, okay, take me on the journey. Take me on the journey. Now, I'm going to take you on a, a journey as well, because, boy, the U.S. sun is just filled with little Easter eggs. Okay. Okay, so apparently dozens, dozens of internet users, dozens, noticed uncanny similarities between Kim Kardashian and Farrah Abraham. Okay. Uh, And it started apparently with a wild internet thread, wild internet thread on Saturday, where one critic brought up how Kim Kardashian is starting to physically transform into Farrah Abraham. Quote, Kim K is starting to look more like Farrah Abraham from Teen Mom. That's all. What? That's that's all it said. Okay, Okay, what? And then they wrote an entire article around it. Now, by the way, 
to your point, Bradley, I think actually Farrah Abraham has been trying to morph into Kim Kardashian for umpty foo years. Well, yeah. I mean, since the very beginning, she has seen herself as sort of like the dollar store Kim Kardashian, right? right? I mean, don't we all know that or no? Am I missing something? I thought we all knew that, but apparently we don't all know that according to this U.S. Sun article. By the way, I love the dollar store. Oh, and frankly, some of my best friends are the dollar store. If you said, who do you want to spend the evening with? Do you want to spend the evening with Kim Kardashian? Uh -uh. You can ask her anything you want. You can find out whatever you want. You can eat dinner wherever you want. You can do it in their house. Or do you want to eat dinner with Fair Abraham? I'm eating dinner with Fair Abraham. Me too. Me too. For a couple of reasons. One, <laughs> you don't have to do a lot of work because she will talk. I'm going to eat the whole time while she talks yes. nonstop. And I just feel like Kim's going to make me feel insecure. Mm-hmm. Well, there won't be any food. And Farah, I will just be laughing at. I mean, like with and at. Mm-hmm. Like but, it'll be mutual. Mostly. She won't yeah. know the difference. No, that's accurate. No, and very likely she's going to throw a sex toy at my head. I hope so. Oh. Or give me a winning business idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, this woman will easily, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know how to put this, like m- the price of dinner. Mm-hmm. Can you hear that? Do you guys hear that? I can, but I don't think our okay. listener will be no, able it's to. It's really annoying. Yeah. Um, you can hear. Uh, things in my head, and uh, I'm sorry. No, I think she will definitely earn the price of a meal. Oh, for sure. So, like, I would about- buy dinner for Farrah Abraham to go out with her because Farrah Abraham. Farrah, if you're listening, I would like to take you out to dinner. Wow, yes. and I don't expect sex. No, in return. No, it Mm-mm. will be a free dinner. Yeah, and I'd like to bring my two friends, Colleen. And Thank you. Holly. Because here's the other thing about Farrah Abraham: she can speak on any number of things, and whether or not she knows anything about them is irrelevant. She will speak extemporaneously on many different topics. So passionately, so. So really, who got this idea that it was the other way around? I don't know. Some. One of the dozens of internet users, according to the, to the One U.S. One of the Sun. dozens of internet users. Yes, what that's how people? they define them. Now, can I just give some special marks for uh, U.S. Sun for some of their subheadings? Uh, the first one being Botoxic, which goes on to talk about <laughs> how the Kardashians Ow. are known for their Botox. You look great. Then the next one, the next subheading in this article, Farah from her early TV days. This is definitely. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Leave the sun. Yeah, or exactly. the Daily Mail. It's pretty spectacular. So anyway, they've, uh, again, 
entertaining article, super not true. Because, as you said, Bradley, Farah has been trying to look like Kim Kardashian since she arrived. Yeah, and I give her credit because she looks more like a Kardashian than some of the Kardashians do. I mean, it's true, but I will say this. The thing that people, the thing that they're pointing out is that, for example, they both are rocking kind of a lighter hair, st- like color right now. They're bleached. Yeah. Also, they have a tendency to do things around the same time. Where that originates, I think they've got that backwards. I think, too, you're, you're just probably a few days away from the headline uh, Kim Kardashian and Farrah Abraham trying desperately to look like Tori Spelling. I mean, thank you, because that's another throw that in the mix is like, oof. if Farrah Abraham is the dollar store, Kim Kardashian, Mm -hmm. then oh, then I guess actually Tori Spelling. No, Tori Spelling would be the the dollar store version of Chloe, right? Because isn't it the Chloe comparison that she got? Yeah, she she got the Chloe comparison. And to be fair, I mean, it was uncanny. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. Do you think that they like? Is that like you know like when you go into great clips? Mm-hmm. You don't, but like I do. Yeah. And back in the nineties, oh. there would always be like these books, and it was my favorite where you'd like look through all these lookbooks yeah. and be like, you know, like while you're waiting for your haircut mm-hmm. to just because we didn't have phones, mm-hmm. so we would flip through these books of like photographs. Yeah, like Vidal Sassoon. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah. D- like, is that what we're doing here? Like, the ladies just walk in and sit down at the beauty so, salon. And they say... And they go, I want to look like... But here's the difference. Like, when I went in and said, I'd like Meg Ryan. Yeah. And they'd cut my hair, and I didn't look like Meg Ryan, because my hair wasn't like Meg Ryan. Yeah, your face wasn't My face like- wasn't like... Nothing <laughs> else was... But in Hollywood, you can just walk into the factory, and they'll do you up just yeah. like I mean, a they'll Kardashian. they'll change your face. They'll do the whole thing. Yeah. A different world, y'all. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, celebrities behaving badly, we call them after this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. It is our privilege to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, we call them D Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh my God! Oh. Alec Baldwin. Oh. Here's a headline for you Alec Baldwin to interview Woody Allen on Tuesday. That's nasty. No, 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 no. Literally no. nobody wants this. No. Nobody wants this except for Alec Baldwin and perhaps Woody Allen. I don't even know. But here's what I do know Alec Baldwin. Holly, say it again for me, please. That's nasty. Okay. You may ask yourself when you see a headline like this, self, why um, is Alec Baldwin interviewing Woody Allen? Self, why is Alec Baldwin interviewing Woody Allen? This is exactly the question I had when I saw this. And I was like, well, you know, no doubt. I don't know. God only knows. Alec Baldwin's doing a movie or Woody Allen's doing a something or I don't know, something, right? Can I take a stab at why I think they think this is a good idea? I want to hear that. But before we get to that, I want you to think of what I want to answer the question of first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what's promoting this? Ah. mm -hmm. Meaning, like, what's, why now? Right. Or I should say, like, do you at least have the impression 
that there's a reason. Like when you hear Alec Baldwin going to interview Woody Allen, you would think to yourself, right? Like, surely there's something going on right now that is fostering this opportunity, right? Like, you mean not like a not like a like something they're promoting or some reason. sort of yeah, yeah like. Something legitimate, yeah, right? Yeah, and I can't think of what that might be. I don't think there is. Okay, so now I want you to tell me why you think... I My sense is that... Well, first of all, I know they've worked together before. Yep. Yep. And so my sense is... Um, I think Alec Baldwin views himself as a victim of public opinion. And I think he probably views Woody Allen as, and Woody Allen also views himself as a victim of public opinion. And so perhaps very similar to other people we've heard from who have wanted to interview other people who also are victims of public opinion. I think that they uh, they're let's just say bedfellows. You think he's smart, too smart for us, meaning yes, you think he's out out thinking us. I think he's outdumbing us, and I'm ah. going to tell you why. I think you're absolutely right yeah. at first, but let me tell you what we know about this interview. Okay. So, uh, so again, I started by saying Alec Baldwin going to interview Woody Allen. I thought there's got to be some reason, and then I listened to what he says. There's an Instagram post. There's an Instagram post. Okay. He announced on Instagram, "Quote: Let me now. This is how we find out about this mm-hmm. Woody Allen interview." Let me preface this by stating that I have zero interest, all caps, in anyone's judgments and sanctimonious posts here. Okay, he's on Instagram. Okay. Mm-hmm. He does not have any interest in people's judgments, sanctimonious posts. I am obviously someone who has my own set of beliefs and could not care less about anyone else's speculation. If you believe that a trial should be conducted by way of an HBO documentary, that's your issue. The interview that he's speaking of, that he then talks about in the video, which is weird. If you watch the video, it's like, uh, Tuesday on Instagram Live at 10.30 a.m. Eastern. I love you, Woody. Instagram, I'm with Woody. Tuesday, 10.30, be there. So it's like this creepy announcement that he's going to do an Instagram Live post. And he's literally like shaming people and gaslighting them before any of this happens by mm-hmm. saying, I don't care about any of your actual opinions and your dumb HBO documentaries. Excuse me. You want me to take seriously your allegations mm-hmm. and opinions and speculations with Woody Allen mm-hmm. on Instagram live. Right. Where in the two of you boobs who... Again, sure, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Who are you going to take more credibly? Two people, one of whom is literally waiting to find out if he's going to be tried in a criminal way Mm -hmm. for the murder of another human being. Mm -hmm. And a person who has been credibly accused of child abuse for decades. Yeah. Yeah. Of his own. And has been the subject of an actual produced uh, HBO documentary, Mm -hmm. which requires... Work, evidence, journalism, vetting, ethics, yep, standards, practices, mm-hmm. unions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, like, I know. But yet, I ask I the question again: for... Where are we going? So, I'm... and I don't mean on this show. I'm supposed to forego <laughs> all, like, and that's and me asking that question yeah. is, I'm sorry, according to Alec Baldwin, just to be clear. Um, 
speculation, judgment, and yeah. sanctimonious posts. Yeah. No, I'm like, why are you showing up on Instagram Live with Alec or uh, with Woody Allen yeah. at a moment where the only reason I can imagine is you're trying to launder his reputation? Uh, as you simultaneously have Woody Allen launder yours? What? Yeah, like, also, when I think so about confused. people laundering each other's images, <laughs> no! I don't think anybody's getting any cleaner in that, no! in that washing machine. So Ew. I'm confused. Yeah. I remain confused. And it does not make any sense to me why either of these people would be doing something like this. And also Instagram Live. Yeah. I mean, I do Instagram Live. Yeah, right. Like right, anybody can. Some of your best friends, you, yeah, could put on a horse costume and tap dance around your basement on an Instagram live. How did you know that I was going to? Because do you that did that. No, you didn't actually do that. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> yeah, the video that is called "Too Hot to Trot." Basic. <laughs> uh, shuffle off to Buffalo. I don't know. Like, there's there are so many, like. Any, what I'm saying is like anybody can do that. There's no, there's nothing. No. It's just two people talking, yeah. and you're supposed to say that that's more credible, credible than yeah. Again, the HBO doc, but no, but like, see, the thing about it is like it's kind of like crazy, stupid idiots. How it's you have to get in the dumb person's head for a second. Take me there. I'm trying to because like because I do. This is a fun exercise every once in a while when you see somebody doing something and you're like, why are they doing that? You have to get into their dumb head for a minute and go, what is it that they think they're doing? And I think what what Alec Baldwin thinks he's doing is providing. Woody Allen, the platform that Woody Allen can't possibly find because you know why? He's been canceled. You know, yeah, like it's yeah. that mentality again where it's like, again, yes, Bradley, <laughs> again. The, the people who the reason that you should listen to Woody Allen himself instead of this documentary is because it's Woody Allen himself telling you his story. And we're all over here being like, but he's lying. But yeah, like, and also, do I trust that Alec Baldwin is talented enough to, I don't know, ask? No, because at the beginning, Alec is already telling me, I don't care what you think. Right. I'm going to talk to my friend Woody Allen. Right. Like, you... <sighs> Listen, here's what it's going to be. The two of them are going to be shining sunshine up each other's rear ends and i don't need to be present for it yeah. but i will read the also, report of the report like, you know these people who do these like cancel interviews like i've been canceled yes and- it's like a whole it's it's Alex own genre has 2.4 million followers on instagram yeah. mm-hmm. wherein was he canceled Thank where you. was he canceled again thank you nowhere what is he canceled Nothing. from none zero no, but we should look at his IMDb, see what upcoming projects well, he has. I mean, he canceled himself when yeah. the tragedy happened. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the gross thing, too, is like we're in the midst again, because I don't think we have final resolution. No, he had no. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven Things projects in the works. that have yet to wow. be released in the works. Mm-hmm. But he's been canceled. Mm-hmm. Where's Hilaria? Um, she's busy. Uh, do you want to know who my D bag is? I do, and I'm sorry. It's no. Why are you sorry? I just get very emotional. No, that's why we're here. <laughs> you might get emotional about this one. Okay, good. 
Because my D-bag is Hostess. What? Hostess? The with s- the mostess? The s- well, yeah, with the leastess in this regard. Okay. Um. Okay, so I don't quite... I'm going to say a lot of things, and they're not going to actually make sense. Okay. And that's what's D-baggy about this. Sure. This entire experience is very, very confusing. Okay, good. So, you know, crypto is like super popular, right? Yeah. Or is it? I don't know. But people be talking about oh, yeah. crypto. It's crypto. It, it's because people want you to spend your hard earned money right. on it. Yeah. At a and time like, when, you know, yeah, people trying to take it from us. Right. So, like, let's give our money to uh-huh. something that doesn't actually have a track record and we're a safety net. But what, what by all said? means. What he said. Okay. Let's do that. So, okay. So, Twinkies into the crypto. Everybody's into the crypto. Everybody's into the crypto. Now, apparently, I did not know some of this. Like, there's a whole entire mm, thing called food NFTs. For example, McDonald's made a meme cryptocurrency that's worth $6 million. Okay, that's not... Re- you really mean $6 million? I don't know. That's what the article says. I don't know. Because I didn't have time because I didn't care enough. Okay, so somebody... Chipotle, uh, allegedly, according to this story, and according to Nation's Restaurant News, okay. uh, will accept cryptocurrency as a payment okay, method. Okay, I could see that. Okay? I can see that. So again, crypto is a thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't understand <laughs> it. My brain can't make it happen. Okay. But... Hostess's response to the crypto craze mm-hmm. was not to go crypto, not to go NFT, okay, but rather to make an entire new product oh. to put on shelves that's a physical thing that you can actually hold and eat, but that shows that they're with it, with oh. the crypto oh gang. God. So they have crypto pastries or something? Dollar sign twink coin. Okay, what? That's what it's called. What is that? It's a new fluffy treat that's a, a nod to cryptocurrencies. Its name is, and I don't know how else to say it, dollar sign. It's the dollar sign. Okay. All caps, twink, Okay. and then um, lowercase coins. I mean, I know pride was yesterday. Yep. Dollar sign twink coins. Twink means something different, I think, to me than it might host us. I mean, I think they think they're talking about Twinkies. Oh, okay. <laughs> God. Oh, like Twinkies, Twink yeah. coins. coins. Okay. okay. Yep. So, so right yeah. now, I think what you're having, the experience you're having, is the experience that Entire. the internet has had. Oh, good. Right. So oh, that's good. part of it. Yeah. Um, dollar sign Twink coins are coin-shaped. The other thing is, like, that dollar sign sometimes is an S, so okay, could it be Stwink coin? Stwink? <laughs> I feel like you said something <laughs> naughty. Stwinky. <laughs> well, that's like a, you know, a sexy twink. Stwinky. <laughs> no. no. Okay, so let me tell you, Let me, you tell me if you think this sounds like a sexy twinkie. Okay. It's a coin-shaped vanilla sponge cake filled with the signature cream. Hmm. That's it. No, that looks to me looks like a naked ding dong, a naked <laughs> vanilla ding dong. Right? Yep. <laughs> Doesn't it? Oh. It looks like a naked vanilla ding so dong. What I hear you saying is that dollar sign twink coin looks like a naked vanilla ding dong. Is that, am I right? <laughs> Happy Pride! Is that what I'm hearing? I don't understand any of these words, it looks like but it a round sounds twinkie. dirty. It's a round Twinkie. Yeah, no, it's That's a round all Twinkie. It is. Yeah. It's 
This is... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Wait, can no. you even eat it? Yeah, yeah. no, yes, it's real, Holly. No, Holly, that's They are the so dumb this. and lazy. I shouldn't say that because hostess send me your stuff. I'll put <laughs> it in my mouth yeah. for cheat day. But, like, they're expecting you to not be that... I don't know. Because, like, who's walking down the aisle going, Oh, look, they got some cryptocurrency treats. Remember when I said earlier, more than once... Where are we going? The answer to that is apparently Hell. to this place where now get uh-huh. with them. This is meta. Okay, Holly. So follow it. Yeah, Because I want to know mm-hmm. when you buy the dollar sign yeah. twink coin, what are you getting? Treat, like, can you use it as getting? currency? Yeah, do you get a little NFT inside no. the box? So this is like Holly. the new toy with free uh, purchase. No, no. Nope. So guys, we have an anti D bag on the Colleen and Bradley oh. show. It's big news. My talk one Oh seven one. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley trainer. Okay, I'll be excited and happy. You should be because usually I've really, we're not being negative because this is actually somebody who deserves our respect and love. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Who are we respecting and loving today? Valerie Bertinelli. Oh, I love her. I know. And you respect her. I know. So listen, I love I love the Valerie Bertinelli because she is actually like speaking some real truth to the world, specifically about kind of how women's bodies are viewed in Hollywood and how that has caused just regular consumers of pop culture to treat like real female bodies. Mm -hmm. Um, And she is a person who has been vocal about struggles that she's had in her own life with with things like her weight, etc. Okay, so here's what happened? Apparently, this this happened a while ago. Um, she did this uh, TikTok on June first, okay, where she was filming herself lip syncing uh, to something, as you do on TikTok. But but here's what happened after that: a comment from a fan said, "Your skin is so pretty," and Valerie was like, "Thanks, Lucy, but that's not my skin. It's this filter." And she showed what the filter did. So, like, she turned the filter off so you could see what her real face looked like. (laughs) And, like, it just, it's that simple. Yeah. Because how many times does a person whose last name starts with, I don't know, I'll pick an arbitrary letter, the letter K, use a filter. Sure. uh, Use a filter. And we all know it because we're not dumb. Yeah. And then when they get called out for using a filter, which is fine. I was going to say, or your friend Barb. 
right? Because we all use filters. We all do. But the Kardashians, what they do is they double down on it and go, no, they gaslight you back. Valerie Bertinelli is like, oh, no, thank you for the compliment. FYI, like that's that just was a filter, which, again, we all use. Yeah. But didn't leave it there. She showed her actual self. Yeah. And was like, this is what I actually really nope, look this like. this is my face. And I just want to normalize, like, yeah. people showing their real faces. I'm not yeah. saying don't use filters. Everybody loves a filter. Yeah. Just, it's, oh, your real face is okay. Your real That's face is okay. That's the campaign. Yeah, I think you should sell that. Mm-hmm. Your real face is okay. Yeah. <laughs> Meaning, like, the assumption is you look like a troll. Yep. And need a filter, but mm-hmm. you shouldn't because... Your face is okay. Your face is okay. You are just well, fine. I I agree with that, and I actually am there for that. But it's kind of like that. Um, like I like to make sourdough bread. A lot of people aren't going to like to do that because mm-hmm. a lot of people want to live in fantasy land and mm-hmm. they want to eat. I'm, the bread analogy maybe isn't the best. What I'm saying is like, I'm here for that. Do you mm-hmm. honestly think that a lot of the world is here for like? filter-free face no but i feel like the more filter-free face we see yeah especially for from celebrities right right. like people who have large followings right yeah because it normalizes because again farrah abraham oh god is trying to look like kim kardashian or vice versa even if farrah doesn't use a filter that well because because they gave her a real life filter yeah exactly she's wearing a filter she's a real life filter (laughs) it's just a walking filter by the way the offer still stands Dinner. Dinner. Farrah. No sex. No sex. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. With Farah. It's a long story. Listen to the podcast. Sorry, I'll shut up. It's okay. Uh, where's your favorite barbecue? Where's the best barbecue in town? 651 641 1071.